So, yeah, I, I so I realized this earlier today. Um, I can actually, uh, I can, you know, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. I can totally link Kevin Bacon with Steve Jobs. Liar. No, I, I can do it. It's, Liar. I can do it. I can do it pretty easily too. So fucking go because that stupid BBA. Like, like we we're thinking about this, right? We we're like, all right, like how do we link fucking Steve Jobs, like Apple to why is like why is Apple selling BBA drones? It's it's really really fucking easy. So because Steve Jobs helped with Pixar right off the bat, right? And you'd be like, oh, what does it have to do with anything, right? So and then we started thinking about Kevin Bacon. So Kevin Bacon was in X Men First Class, right, with Michael Fassbender. Sure. Michael Fassbender plays Steve Jobs in the upcoming Steve Jobs movie. Boom. I did it in like one movie. Nailed it. Fucking fucking cake. There we go. And you could even go from there too if you wanted to to like fucking Elizabeth Banks. But I won't do that now. That's for another time. I'd go there. <laughs> Just fucking Seth Rogen and Elizabeth Banks were in make a porno. This Zach and Mary make a porno. Done. So I, you could, you could even link fucking Steve Jobs to Kevin Smith. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Welcome to the Back Hardy Funky Podcast, everybody. Before we begin today, we have a few items to get out of the way. Yeah. So first up, uh, EA Star Wars has announced that Star Wars Battlefront is going to have a beta. Coming to consoles and I believe PC. The PC had an alpha, but a beta is coming out for PS4 and Xbox One uh, earlier in October. There's no date set yet, so stay tuned for BadCodyFunky.com and we will let you know. Yeah, and as we said earlier, um, the BB 8 toys are hitting uh, shelves tomorrow, uh, Friday, yes. September 4th. Uh, they're Otherwise known right as now. Force Friday. Force Friday. Uh, they are marked as uh, $149.99 as a suggested retail price. Uh, so make sure you hit up your your Best Buys, your Amazons, your wherever you get your collectibles and your toys. There's plenty of videos online about it. You have... Um, I saw one on Vanity Fair where there was like a BB-8 chasing puppies. It's fucking awesome. I love it. Puppies and BB-8. Come on now. Um, and yeah, you could just watch them all, all on there. It looks like it comes with a charging stand too, which looks, looks pretty awesome. So pick yours up tomorrow. Everybody enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast, the only podcast on the internet where four men are artificially intelligent. Welcome to the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast, everybody. And as we uh, have done in past podcasts, whenever there is not too much stuff going on in our nerd world, we will do a movie podcast. Yeah. This week with us on the podcast, we've got Booster Greg. What up? We got the Bearded Menace Dave. Yo. And we've got TV's Casey. Hey. I'm Sergio, everybody. For this podcast, we are talking about the movie Ex Machina. 
Uh, oh my god. That's all I want to say is this. <laughs> like I said yesterday in, in the chat, it's just like, literally, what the fuck? What the fuck? That's just what I want to say for now until... Yeah, but... Not saying it, it, it was... Good movie. What the fuck? But the, certainly, what the fuck? Yeah, it was. It was definitely one of those movies where I thought, like, I was so fucking sure of myself. I was like, I know what the ending is going to be. I see the twist ending. M Night. I mean, Alex Garland. I uh, know what's going to happen. Yeah. And dude, I was wrong. I was so wrong. But I was like, you happy got to be wrong. me. Fooled <laughs> you. He totally did. Like, and it's one of those things where I don't like when I'm wrong about twists because I'm just, I don't know. I just like to think that I know all the twists before they come. Um, and usually I'm like, this is stupid. Shouldn't have been like that. It's dumb. But this one, I was like, well, well played. Like, awesome. Yeah. And, and Alex Garland making his uh, director debut with this yeah, movie. Yeah. You would never know that this guy hasn't directed anything. I mean, I, I don't know how they really? went about. Yeah. This is his debut, Alex Garland. Holy, Holy shit. I didn't dude, know that. Yeah. How amazing. Dur- is that? Holy shit. Yeah. His directorial <laughs> debut. Yeah. It, it definitely had a very uh, David Fincher feel to it, which I love because yeah. David Fincher is one of my favorite directors. So I was all on board with all those like you know slow pans down the hallways and stuff. Oh god, dude! The cinematography was beautiful. All the yeah. actors did a top notch. We have uh, Alicia Vikander yep. as uh, as Alpha, as the machine herself, the ex machina. We have Oscar Isaac. Yeah, the mad Ivan scientist. Yeah, Ivan Hughes, <laughs> aka Apocalypse. And how crazy is that he's Apocalypse in X Men. He's done this movie. He's uh, what else is he in? He, he's been in a ton of movies. He's also he, in Star Wars: The Force Awakens. He's also he in, in Star Wars: The Force Awakens. He's po- Sucker po- Punch. Don't oh, yeah, forget right. Sucker Punch. Punch. Yep, Sucker Punch too. Yeah, yeah. He was the orderly. Yep, and we have uh, Dom Hall Gleason. Paying yep. uh, Caleb, the the guy who was chosen from uh, the the conglomerate Google type company, mm-hmm. also Bill in the Weasley. Yeah. So if you guys yeah. aren't familiar, uh, Ex Machina is an artificial intelligence story about uh, um, Oscar Isaac's character Nathan uh, is the head and maker of this Google huge Apple type company, and uh, he created artificial intelligence because well he could, <laughs> and uh, he he picks a worker from his company at random lottery supposedly to come to his Jurassic Park in order to do a Turing test on his latest device. And we need, this. We, need a, we need a techno version of the <laughs> beep or beep beep or beep beep 32 bit beep beep or oh no you know wah, what wah, it's, wah, it's, wah, it's wah, the, wah, uh, wah. the it's like those people who make music with the floppy drives Going nuts! Oh, those things are so cool. Oh, yeah. That's what they should have done. <laughs> that or the uh, the uh, Tesla machines. Mm. Well, like a theremin. Yeah. yeah. Theremin. Yeah. <laughs> so God, so going so things. going to this movie like uh, I mean did you guys expect to see what you saw I mean you know right off the bat we see this just like corporate setting and everything everyone's just like oh ho hum clocking into work and then there's this lottery to go to we don't know where and then uh, you you see our you know. Our hero, so to speak. Like, uh, did, did did you guys like? Did you guys know anything about this movie going into it? Um, no. I I knew very little. Like, I had seen a trailer a while ago, and I was like, "Oh, it looks kind of cool." And then a lot of people at work actually were like, "Oh, have you seen X Machina?" And I was like, "No." Like, 
I remember hearing about it, but like, is that in theaters yet? And they're like, oh, it's it's already almost on DVD and Blu-ray. <laughs> and I was like, oh god, really? It's like so quickly. And like everyone who saw it was like, except for one guy, uh, but everyone was like, oh, it's awesome. Like you really need to see it. And one guy was like, it was stupid. And I was like, why is it stupid? He was like, it was like iRobot without the action. And I was like, I'm not like I no, that's dumb. Yeah, that's that guy should be castrated. Dumb. Stupid. That's just uh, no. He's he's a cool guy. He's really funny, but he I don't know. Just just wasn't just, for him. Wasn't his. Just happens to have terrible taste in film. I'm sorry. Just, yeah. It wasn't the Fast and the Furious. Sorry. Part seven. Part seven. Sorry, it was a good. Ex- it was a good movie. You know. Part ten. But uh, yeah. I'm sorry, it wasn't so America for you, but unfortunately, it wasn't. No, I mean, but but it was. I mean, it, the movie itself was awesome. Like, I did appreciate like how it jumps right into it. You know. Like, I was half expecting a full backstory of Caleb. Of, like, you know, his, his, his actual... Yeah. Like, like, his day. Like, yeah. I was expecting, like, remember Wanted, the beginning of Wanted, where it shows his shitty days over and over again? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I was expecting something like that to contrast what he's about to go into, but they literally just, like, dive right I into it. I love that they dove right into it, exactly. Yeah, they oh, do. And it was, it was important that we weren't... It wasn't shown to us. It was explained through his conversations with Ava yeah. about his past. yeah. I don't yeah. know about you guys, but every time they said Ava, all I could think of was Wally, Wally. Eva. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, like how, how movies what? usually have this huge expose. Like, oh, here's an explanation of the character because we need to put you in here. And you're like, yeah, I mean, it's a human part. We don't really care. It's like watching like the Thor and oh, here's Jane Foster in her wacky life with uh, Kat Dennings. Like, who cares? Or, or more on point, here's Transformers. Let's wait thirty oh, minutes to God. Show you a robot. Oh god! Here's Transformers. Here's. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go for that one right away. Nah, nah, I was just trying to get something a bit more recent. <laughs> something a little better. Something a little bit better. Yeah, I've, I've blocked Transformers <laughs> out of my mind. Thanks, Michael. So Bay. speaking speaking of better, like when I was watching this movie, I just couldn't not get out of my head like one, how amazing it was shot, and how well it tells a story. Oh, and what beautiful. bothered me was like how yeah, it was a beautiful like beautiful movie, and what bothered me was like how. You barely heard anything about it in the theaters. You just knew it was coming out, it was out, and that's it. That's all you heard. And it's like it's like a travesty that it just kind of went like under the rug. It's almost like it was like too cerebral for people to really gather what it was what about. And just it's I mean, it's a gorgeous movie. I just wish we I just wish there's more fanfare about it when it was out. You know what I mean? Well, I I bet you it's gonna be one of the it's gonna be a cult classic. Like it has to be. It's it's so well done. The story structure is awesome too. Um, I just love how it's divvied up into chapters, which is like really cool. Uh, you don't really oh, yeah. see that the, too the much. Sessions, in, yeah, yeah, with session numbers, you don't really see that too much in movies these days. I, I mean, it was just like an overall just fantastically done movie, like from acting to writing to directing to cinematography um, to even like the the sound editing and the sounds itself, like. If that doesn't get any sort of recognition on its, you know, its disc release or its digital release, I'll be very shocked. It's it's just it's a classic, I think, and I oh, think dude, it's going to yeah, stand like, the test of time. Like, like the, the cinematography alone. I mean, you can take each shot of this movie and frame it. Like oh, yeah. I, I love when when movies do that, pay that attention to detail, and like the um, the like our buddies who are industrial designers, they love. You know, like how the house was designed, you know, his own personal Jurassic Park, uh, how it was laid out, like the, the, the key card 
um, mm. you know, you had to use to get around the house. That was pretty cool. You know, when he was introduced mm. to the house and, and Nathan was like, okay, you have your own personal key card. You know, if you go up to a door and this light goes off, it means you can go in. If you go to another door and this light goes off, it means you can't. Stay out of the ones that you can't. And I was like, huh, order behind those doors, Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Yeah, well, the whole thing too is, and we kind of said this on the on the preview a little bit. It has like this Willy Wonka for adults theme, right? Like, yeah, it does. He's he's <laughs> he's brought to this, and I don't mean in like the he's got the, the ticket. Yeah, he's got I'll the golden ticket. They say that in the that's trailer, one heck but they don't of say it in the a, movie. That's, that's one heck of an oompa loompa he's got serving him wine. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Let's 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 save let's save the sexy Asian maid for later. Um, <laughs> it's so hard to not uh, but I mean like it's just like he wins this contest he's dropped in the middle of like the woods he finds his way there and it's just like it's a candy factory for like you know nerds for for him he's just like walks in it's just this gorgeous looking house that kind of really contrasts the the area around it um, you know he says any door you can go in any door that you can unlock like if you hold your key up to the door and it opens, it must be for you. You know, if you go to a door and it's locked, just don't go in there. Like it's very simple rules, and it's just really cool. Like how kind of chill Oscar Isaac is in the beginning, or Nathan as his, his, his character name. He's just very chill, kind of laid back, you know. Um, and he's like, you know, they open up the first room and it's just like, oh, this this is supposed to be your room. And he shows him around, and then he busts out the NDA on him, right? Remember that? Yeah. Right to business. Right to business. <laughs> like it's this weird, like almost like I don't know, like dichotomy almost between of Nathan alone, where he's just like, you know, Charlie Good Time, and then he's just like Barry Business, just like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Don't um, don't come to me like I'm your boss, man. We're just two guys. Just yeah. Two guys hanging out. You know, oh, by the way, uh, no electronic self, you know, no electronic messaging, nothing spoken orally, you can't use the phones, this, this, and that. Please sign on the line. (laughs) It's a standard NDA. Don't worry about it. It doesn't look standard. (laughs) You're right. You're right. It's not just smart. It's this big, fat, crazy contract that he gets this guy to sign who won the lottery to come and check out, you know, know, but Nathan, Oscar Isaac's character, the guy who's in charge of the company, you know, like his his house. He said, before we go in and I show you, you know, the rest of the candy in, you know, this Willy Wonka factory, mm. you got to sign this reverse thing. And I did love how, how Oscar Isaac's character, Nathan, kept saying, oh, just talk to me like we're buddies. We're just two guys. You know, yeah. we're just two guys. Like, but, two guys. but what was cool, too, and it kind of backs up his whole buddy mentality, is he was like, you don't have to sign it. And we could just drink and hang out all week. Like, I'm fine with that, but you'll regret it later. And, like, yeah. he was completely chill with that. Like, if he didn't sign it, they would have just gotten drunk all week. It's fine. I'd like to see that movie. Cool. Alternate movie where he doesn't <laughs> sign it. And they just start hanging out, just geeking out about stuff. And he's like, oh, dude, you can't go down there. You didn't sign the agreement. Anyway, over here. <laughs> Wait, do, do you mean, do you mean uh, Silicon Vacation? That's National Lampoon Silicon movie. Vacation. <laughs> that's what I would call that movie. No, see, they, they wouldn't. he wouldn't sign the NDA at the beginning. They'd still be out drinking. They'd be like, hey, dude. I got a robot girl in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Oh, God. God damn it. Hollywood, don't hire us. Don't do it. We're, we're ruining what is uh, a movie of a visionary. And then Joey Toughnuts hears about, oh, there's girls in this movie? Oh, hell yeah, I'm going to go see it. Dude, when I saw, like... Robot with tits? Forget about it. Wait, wait. You mean to tell me, not only is there a robot with tits, <laughs> but there's another robot with tits? <laughs> There's, There's two. two of them. 
There's two, oh two my robots God. with where, this. Where is this? What's it? Ex Machina? EX Machina? Is that how you say it? I, I want to see that fucking movie. <laughs> and Ivan Ooze is in it? Forget it. Forget it. Low Let's Power Rangers. Great. Um, Low Power Rangers. They're great. That Pink Ranger, though, sexy as hell. <laughs> Let's talk about the part where uh, he, he he signs for me, he takes him to the house, and he starts, yep. he takes him to the room where all of the stuff is, like, being made, all of the little goodies, and he's just like, and, and um, you know, what's his name, Khaled? Yeah, like, Khaled's character, the guy who came from the company, is just like, what, like, you've just been tinkering down here? He's like, Iron Man, except that he's been building these, like, artificial intelligent brains and bodies and prosthetics, mm. and he's looking around this thing, and like, what? Like, how did you... How did you think? And then, you know, Oscar Isaac holds up this, like, brain thing. And he's just like, here it is. Here's the prototype. And uh, here's where it all started. He's just like, you created a brain, like a computer brain. Yeah. And it- I needed a medium where the molecules could flow freely. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was pseudoscience bullshit, but it's the kind of pseudoscience bullshit I'm really, really down with hearing about. Seriously. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's just all, uh, you know, like movie psycho scientist babble. But you're like, oh, yeah, I can get down with that for this movie. Yeah. I mean, this movie also seemed like to me, it was like an alternate take on Portal 2 or Portal. Mm. Just like with the way Ava kind of is and like the way he, he's she's created and like just, I don't know, like how crazy that Nathan gets. Like, remember all those post-its on the wall? Yeah. That like, was cool. whenever Caleb would say something interesting, he'd write it down and put it on a post-it in the wall. But there was already, like, hundreds and hundreds of them on the wall, which kind of tells me it's not, like... I don't think Caleb was the first... And they never, like, say yes or no to this, but I don't think he was the first one to be tested. Yeah, I don't think so. Because you would think, um, from what happens later on in the movie, uh, you know, because he... The way he builds these things, you know, and the way that he needs them tested... Yeah, yeah. I think there's no way Caleb's the first. No, it, and he and, seemed, and he has a whole company evident. at his disposal. Yeah, I was gonna say it seemed evident from the the footage that we see in the movie that he appears to be the only person testing, you know, his AI on his own, and Caleb might be the first. Unless it's... it could also be like he was monitoring Caleb for a, for a long, oh, yeah, long, that too, long yeah. time, and that's where like, all those posts came from. Or the guy's just a bit fucked up in the head, and then he just has posted yeah. notes for weird shit. You know, like yeah, I, I, a weird pattern he saw, or like the way the sun rose kind of rose like a millisecond quicker than last time. She so had to write it down. <laughs> you know, like he would be that guy. Seriously. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he definitely be, has yeah. that like Howard Hughes vibe going yeah. on. Yeah, show me the blueprints. Show me the blueprints. All the blueprints. Show me. He's got like that Howard Hughes slash Steve Jobs slash like. I don't even know, like your buddy, kind of thing. Oh, like he just—he's certainly a, a recluse for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't see any pee in jars, thankfully, but I'm, yeah, I'm sure yeah. there bottles left by the I'm door. I'm sure there was some somewhere in a secret room that. Yeah, there's, no, there's a lot of rooms God. he wasn't allowed to go into because they could. That some of those rooms could have been filled with piss. It was probably the, it was probably the sure. first room he couldn't get into. <laughs> it <was> the piss <laughs> room. Oh, you don't want to go in here. Oh, you want to go in there? That room's not for <laughs> That's you. why your key card doesn't it's, work. Don't worry about it. It's got jars of piss in there. That's the pee room. The what? That's the that, B, the B beer, room. Beer, beer, we got bees, bees in there. there. Yeah. Why do you have uh, going on to the tour? Moving <laughs> on. <in> tour. <laughs> have you ever tried living in the woods before? You need lots of honey. Just trust me. <laughs> that's so ridiculous. Which one of us has lived in the woods for a long amount? Me? Yeah. That's right. Shut up. Move on. Now let's move on to the tour. What are you here to ask me questions? Huh? I'm here to ask you. Huh? <laughs> You're here to ask it. Okay. Which one of us is the billionaire? That's what I thought. Exactly. All right. I'm turn testing you, boy. Oh God. Ridiculous tangent. Anyway, we rise along. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. It was just so cool. Like the concept yeah. of like this genius just living out in a recluse. Like he built this huge like company, ton of people working mm-hmm. for him. And everyone's like, Oh yeah, he's just off in like like Isla Nublar, it's just throwing it somewhere and he's tinkering with things that are gonna change humanity forever. And you go and we follow this guy down there and it's just like, What is this place? And the place itself is really cool. Like he has like the outdoor area with his with his like punching bag, so he can like you know work out and keep his sanity. He's got like a pretty cool kitchen, like the atrium with the staircase. Yes, oh man, yeah. it's it's. I want to live there. That house is really well, like, cool. I think it's actually like a hotel somewhere. A facility. Yeah, no, no, no. It's 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 a real place. It's like it's like a hotel somewhere. Obviously, some parts were set, but the way where it's yeah. set, it's like uh, I, I saw a picture and it said some other country. That was pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah. Well, like that—that that kind of goes with his personality too. Like yeah. his his house. Like he doesn't do anything half-assed. He drinks until he passes out, and then when he wakes up the next morning, he makes up for it. He just like, you know, goes hard like on like you know the, the weights and stuff like that. He works out. He does all his exercising. He does like all the antioxidants to get himself over the hangover, and then he does it all again the next <laughs> that, day. That's so awesome. Who drinks more, him? That's such... him or Tony Stark? Oh, him. Actually, you know what? When I was watching this movie too, like it's interesting you brought that up because I don't even mark that down like as a note. But I remember thinking that like if they never got Robert Downey Jr. to play Tony Stark, Oscar Isaac's portrayal of Nathan is Tony Stark. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Like he would have been dead good, on. Yeah. Like he would have been a great. Like you know, obviously Robert Downey Jr. reinvented the character and really just kind of made him himself in an Iron Suit arm <laughs> or Iron Man armor. But it works, and like you know, that's like all the characters evolving around that and becoming that. But if they wanted to keep it more true to the comics, the character, I would have gone with like you know Oscar Isaac's portrayal in this movie because it was just like he just seemed like Tony Stark to me from the comics. He's very subdued too. He wasn't uh, you know too outwardly emotional. Like he was very like sort of genial guy, but he wasn't you know prone to like an like an outburst of of emotion. He just seemed very cool and collected throughout most of it. Yeah. Well, he seemed pretty bored throughout most of yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was like, oh, yeah, I got that my sense. genius. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, like, he, he Bas- brought this Baskin guy in. Basking it with me. Basking it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, he brought he brought Caleb in to kind of, like, you know, be, like, super impressed and everything. And he was for a while. But, you know, I don't think Caleb was uh, reaching the expectation that Nathan had set for him in his mind right off the bat. You know? Like, he did pretty good, and then he kind of got, like... I think Nathan got bored very quickly with the whole thing. Yeah, which is why, like... And that's um, why he started getting drunk again. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about some of, the, some of the visual effects. Like, the first time that Caleb sees his machine, he sees Ava. Mm. You know? That was an amazing shot. Just because... I mean, yeah, I know she was wearing, like, most likely a green suit. And they just basically, like, painted in, like, what her, her internals looked like, but... Such an amazing, seamless shot of her walking in, sitting down, moving around. Pretty much any movement she did just looked gorgeous because you can actually, if you look really close enough, you can actually see like all the mechanical, all the mechanics like moving underneath her, I guess her skin or cage or whatever it was. Like you can see like everything moving like on its own as she moves and just, I mean, brilliant. Brilliant special effects. It's like I read that uh, that her her face and hands were actually rotoscoped. So, oh, that's yeah. even more impressive. It's uh they over they overlaid they overlaid it on top of visual effects. So like they would they would capture like the background and then they would just put her in front of it. And it's it's seamless. Like you'd never you'd never know. Oh yeah, they they had her acting uh in in the suit. So she 
for the most part, it has like this gray mesh on her. So, so the actress, um, Alicia Vikander, was wearing that gray suit. It was a whole gray suit, and they had like the points in which it would turn into mechanical stuff. So she would walk through the scene, and they also had a like like a dummy uh, in a studio. And yeah, they they, they rotoscoped uh, everything. There was a cool like behind the scenes thing that, that I that I was watching. And it's funny too because yeah. like um, you know she she would she said in an interview uh, that she would often forget how she looked. So whenever when she went out to like uh, you know get get to the food truck and stuff. You know, she would just walk around just looking like looking all bald with the whole get up on her and people would be staring at her. And she was like, oh, I would often forget why people are staring at me. Then I realized that I'm wearing this thing like everything was form fitted. It was really light and really cool. But you, you do it for all these hours and you just oh, you just walk around in it. Which is pretty badass. They they probably didn't let her eat any mustard, anything with mustard. <laughs> anything mustard, ketchup. Like, <laughs> like what is, what's that floating around in the frame? Is that? Do you have, do you have mustard on the? Did you suit? did, did you eat a bagel with cream cheese? What are you doing? Is that is that oh, grapefruit yeah. pond? Seriously, is there grapefruit pond on my shot? What, what the? Did you, did you have a sloppy joe? Is that a chili dog? Did you have a chili? Like, what are you doing? God, it's damn. very expensive. Very expensive. <laughs> what did I tell you? We Only bread. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really cool how like if you're, if you're, about... if you're counting at home that's seven Jurassic Park references <laughs> seven <laughs> and we're only 25 minutes if in playing bingo at I home know. back Katie Funky Bingo you're almost there <laughs> so uh, yeah they, they, they said they studied cars like they studied cars uh, engine planes like all, all this stuff for her mm-hmm. inner workings and God, yeah, just just like what you were saying, Dave. When she walked into the shot, and then when she came into view, and you got to see, it was really cool how how they had her looking. It was like nothing else you saw in another artificial intelligence movie, you know. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Say no more. Say no more. What? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. I think yep. I see what he did. Uh, I think he's referencing the hit movie with Haley Joel Osment. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't trying to allude to that, but yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. anyways, moving on. God damn it. Um what was I don't know if you guys caught this like right off the bat, but it was very it seemed very forced and obviously as you we go through the movie, it was very obvious that Nathan was trying to get Caleb to fall in love with Ava. Hmm. You th- you, like, think that, you think so? I didn't I didn't feel that. I don't know, no. man. Well, I mean, like the yeah. the only TV in this room only goes to her room. That's true. So that, when he's that's sleeping, correct? Yeah, like he he woke up. He was like, I can't go to sleep. So what does he do? He does what anyone does and turns on the TV. And the only two channels that he can go are linked to cameras that go into Ava's room. Her cage, her pod. Yeah, her, her pod. Her whatever aquarium. you call it. That is not an accident. <laughs> the Ave Aquarium, and he he ends up like I think that was kind of like the um, the beginning of it, where I was like, oh, he's like really like Nathan is very he's very manipulative, like you know he's he's very smart, so he can manipulate people around him and and technology and everything that he needs to. But he was not very subtle with it because I picked up on that immediately. I was like, you douchebag, you want him to have feelings for her, and like why make her you know attractive in any way like you know facially yeah and, and i love that i love that um, uh that caleb asked him that too he's just like did you make her have a sex he's like you didn't yeah, have to make her yeah, have yeah you didn't have to make her have a sex you know she could have just been oh yeah yeah you're right a gray box yeah gray box yeah. yeah yeah and i mean it does kind of go with nathan's personality too he's like gray boxes are boring essentially mm-hmm. 
he was like, if I can make something, I'm going to make it sexy. That That's his, and I mean, like, you know, valid point. I think if any of us make anything, whether it be in art or, you know, anything that we create, we try to make it look as good it's as we can. It's got to be sexy. Right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to have it's boobs. It's got to be sexy. It's going to have gotta boobs. Got to have boobs. Got to have boobs. Maybe, maybe, maybe eight. Eight boobs. That's a lot of boobs. boobs. I like that. A whole it's two others. Two others worth. Eight triple Ds. <laughs> that's what I want. Eight of them. I want to sleep on them. Anyways. Back on course. Um, Ex Machina. Back on course. I feel like Tommy Toughness is going to be a huge part of this podcast already. I don't know why. Um, He'll be here anyways, next week, folks. Yeah, tune in next week. Tommy Toughness will no longer be a part of anyways, the podcast. Anyways, so the Turing test is underway. And uh, yeah. you know, he starts asking her questions. But then she starts asking him questions. He's like, wait, 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 wait. I'm not here for you to ask me things and she was just like oh well why not like you know it's it's no fun that way let me ask you things and he's just like okay fine you know she starts asking him stuff and he's just like wait like you're kind of getting to me now you shouldn't be able to because you're Robert, but i'm feeling yeah. kind of peeved and he's like why do you want to know about me i'm here to know about you and she, she she's so much smarter than him right off the bat so much more intelligent than he is Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can really see it too when you, when you first she first meets him, and we when we first meet her, um, she's like assessing the situation. Like you can see it in her face. Like she's reading his emotions, his responses. She's looking at the questions he's asking. She's listening to what he's saying and then throwing it back in his face. Right there was that whole uh, part where Caleb's like, "Oh, draw me a picture. You like to draw? Draw me a picture." And then she goes, well, what do you want me to draw? And he says, I don't know, like, whatever you want to draw. And she's like, why? And uh, Caleb answers with, well, I want to see what you choose. I'm interested to see what you choose. That, that fractal drawing she did throws that was pretty right dope. back at him. What was that? That fractal drawing she did? Yeah. The first, the first thing? That was pretty rad. Yeah. And then, like, she throws it right back at him, too, right? Like, she's like tell me about yourself and then he's like all right where do you want me to start she goes i don't know anywhere i'm interested to see what you choose <laughs> that yeah, was exactly beautiful. so <laughs> yeah yeah oh uh, you and know what i go, guess i guess i was wrong about there not being any uh too many memorable lines in this movie that one is is pretty uh yeah. pretty striking yeah i mean th- this this movie had a lot of good like memorable like kind of lines but not like i don't know i don't think i'd ever quote that back you know it, the 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 hallmark of the movie is that everything is kind of done with a nice subtlety. There's nothing yeah. that's like on the nose because if you if you think something is done on the nose, it gets immediately flipped around for you as the as it approaches the climax. Everything is done deliberately, but it's done in a way that I guess you wouldn't expect. Oh sure, and and what I like about the movie too is this is a classic science fiction story. Seriously, right? Like it's not like an action movie. It's not a comedy. It's it's a science fiction. It's a tale of caution. Is exactly what this movie is. I took it as a um, story of a guy being horribly friend zoned. This is a story of a guy and he's getting horribly friend zoned. <laughs> he's not even friend zoned though. Like it's even worse than that. Technically, yeah, because she 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 kind of you know did things well, to try you know to get him get him to like no, no, her and I stuff mean, you know. So like I mean the the end the ending which we're not quite at yet I don't think like if it was he if he was truly friend zoned it would have had a different outcome. Um, but yeah, I, I see what banged, you're saying she banged, where she would have banged Nostra Isaac. Well no yeah I mean that I mean well we, we don't know if they did or not. 
Yeah, we've. I mean, he kind of hints at it, but he never says. Uh, I don't see. I don't. I don't think she did because of his obsession with her. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he's like I got the impression, and I, it was like a little bit more into the movie, um, and it kind of contradicts what I like. My feelings towards Nathan are contradictory. Like he's a douchebag, but he's a nice guy. Like he's just I I don't I can't place it. Um, I feel like I he's think... he only behaves the way that he does because he's a man of great intelligence and great wealth. I mean, when you and he's great people, people naturally, yeah, people who are naturally intelligent uh, have certain eccentricities. It's kind of like an unavoidable thing. Yeah, and then people true. with money have a lot of eccentricities, and yeah. when you kind of put both together, you get you know people like Howard Hughes or like Nathan in this movie who can be reclusive but still like want to engage in normal hobbies and have relationships with people. But the way they go about it is is totally, I guess, unique or at the very least extremely different from the norm. Despite you know wanting to capture that. So in in his creation of an of an AI where he has to I guess mimic you know the all the facets of human emotion I mean he pulls out every stop he hacks everyone's cell phone in the world at once I love that yeah. that was it's such, such it's a, a great it's a thing. casual it so a great. casual throwaway line that he's just like yeah like I hacked everybody's cell phone in the world so I could uh, I could see how people behave just like oh and the phone companies you know <laughs> the phone companies knew are doing it too but for them to assume they had to admit that they're doing it also and it's like, that was oh, amazing yes. yes Trump card what's interesting too is how like. Like if if that was happening for the reasons like in the real world that was happening, you know, it was Nathan behind it kind of doing, I'd be okay with it because he's doing, he's getting all this research, but he's not like judging anyone, you know, he's looking at it from a purely scientific point. Whereas like, I think a lot of people are worried for invasion of privacy and stuff like that, where you have like someone listening to their conversations, like it's a soap opera and judging it and like laughing at them and stuff like that. Whereas I, you know, Nathan was just kind of like, all right, well, this person said this. How does this person react to it, both, both uh, vocally and facially? And how does that make them feel? And how does that work with the human race? Because obviously, um, Nathan doesn't have a... I mean, he has a good grasp of how humans work, but not really. We're know? talking about a guy who created the world's greatest search engine. You know, he has yeah. every reason to understand objectively how people behave and what they yeah. want, just based on input. Hmm. And he says that too, right? Like he—that's how he understood like how to make a search engine great. Was a lot of people were thinking that. Um, what was the line that he said? I can't remember, but it was like they had it wrong. Where that's. Um, what people wanted or what people thought, but he realized how people use search engines is how they think, you know, like all the other big corporations were like, well, you know, this person typed in star Wars. So that's what they're interested in right now. But what Nathan had said is he, he, he made a search engine great. And he made this AI great by understanding why the person typed in star Wars. You know, this person's typed in Star Wars because they like Star Wars. That's the end of it for normal people. This person typed in Star Wars on September 4th because they want the BB-8 drone. <laughs> yeah, you, you it's genius pretty early on because it's just like, yeah, yeah. that's that's right. You know, because a lot of companies try to like dictate what they're going to sell to us based on numbers, based on facts, based on statistics. But he's just like, no, but how does somebody feel? about this topic about what they're searching for mm. you know just like how just exactly. like how how do you feel 
when Ava talks to you. Like, what do you mean? How do I feel? She's like, no. Like, what do you what do you think? You know, you're telling me stuff because, like, um, you know, when Caleb, but when they were eating dinner, that you know, that first time, and he was just like, well, tell me about your experience. What's going on? And he was like, no, 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 just, just, just tell me. Just, I just want you just to tell me. Like, what do you think about her? Oh yeah, I mean, it's pretty genius. I mean, how do you get the algorithm? No, 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 no. How do you feel? Like, how does she make mm-hmm. you feel? And then Caleb at first really didn't understand. He was like, well, what do you, what do you mean? She's a machine. <laughs> and he was so disappointed. He was just like, ah, it's not, it's not the answer. It's a, it's a scene that you could know? only be, be made more poignant if Caleb was laying on a couch. <laughs> no, yeah. You know what it really reminded <laughs> me of, though? And, like, if, I don't know if you guys agree, but, like, being back in, like, art class or, or being in a critique, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah. How's it really, like, how do you feel about it? Uh, the color's okay. No, 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 no. How do you feel about like the, the structure of this and everything it's like well how's it, it feel it felt like uh, a critique in an art class like he was at a portfolio review, it, it did feel know? like portfolio review and then like the disappointed professor <laughs> it was just like well you know like oh, all this kid knows how to do is play with photoshop dumbass motherfucker per- perhaps all you are not does... cut out for the art world <laughs> all he does is lens flare and 3d effects yeah because he was like i know that you were trying to grasp the technical side of all this but what is what's the style of it how does it make you feel like what do you think what's the expression that bursts into your brain in that moment in time and caleb's just like uh well i mean i want to understand how you made it and and nathan's just like no man that's not what this is about it's it's (laughs) it's about an experience you know about a breakthrough in mankind and mm-hmm. how we can use these things to better us. I think I think he was making it to like you know kind of like iRobot, like mass produce him to better our lives, but at the same time, not just for tools, but maybe for companionship, or maybe just to like you know maybe help the human race. You know, because if they if so, an artificial intelligent being that doesn't have human emotions and feelings can understand us and how we work and things like that, maybe they can improve upon us. Well, I, I don't think he was doing it to help the human race. I think that, and I think he said something referencing it slightly. He is, he knows that these, that Ava's, you know, that kind of uh, being is going to replace humans. He even says like, you know, it's like when we look at cavemen with their tools and their fire and we're like, oh, you poor suckers. Hmm. Um, I think he builds them because he can and he feels compelled to. Like he feels like it's, it's his destiny his duty to create the next evolution that comes off of planet earth it's part that and he says it he actually says the evolution thing at the same time he says that uh, artificial intelligence is just an inevitability that yeah. it's only it's only a matter of time and he just decided to be the person to make it happen now yeah so there's i mean nathan i think is is probably uh, slowly becoming like one of my favorite characters. Not I'm on in this movie. He's my favorite character, hands down. But because there's only like four characters to choose from, <laughs> and one of them three doesn't a, talk. Three and a half, really. <laughs> um, but uh, he's just he's a very interesting character, and he's definitely one of my favorite characters in movies this year. Um, just because he's he's just so he's so three dimensional. Like he has so many sides to him, and. You really feel for him sometimes, and you can see him trying to buddy up with Caleb. Like, I love, um, you know, like he's all this testing is going on, and we encounter the first uh, blackout, right? The first power yeah. power surge. Um, and it's very evident that uh, Nathan doesn't understand what's causing them. But what was cool was when Caleb finally gets himself out of the room, his own room, right? He gets locked in, he gets himself out, he wanders into this other room. 
afterwards because it looked like the lock wasn't working or it malfunctioned or something. So he tries to use the phone and won't let him use the phone. And Nathan's just sitting there drunk as a skunk on the couch. And he's like, that won't work. And Who are you trying to call? Who are you going to yeah. call? Ghostbusters? No, he calls the Ghostbusters? It's a, it's a, it's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie where, where uh, what does he say? Goes, it's a it's a movie where Dan Aykroyd gets oral sex from a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I love when movies reference other movies. They're like, oh, look at that. They're in our world. Look at that. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Be like Ghostbusters. But, I mean, it shows that he's trying to be friends. Like, he's trying to be like, you know, Joe Average guy with Caleb. So he doesn't seem like he's a super intelligent, you know. He's, I don't. He's I don't really genius. think he was. He was being disingenuous at all, except for the fact that he's testing Caleb. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's being disingenuous. I think he's. He genuinely wants to connect with Caleb, and he's just like you know, like when uh, you're at you know the new school and you sit at the lunch table and everyone's talking about like baseball, but you're not really into baseball, but you kind of <laughs> are. So you kind of like. You're like, yeah, oh, you know, God, like, is coming uh, into baseball, swing the thing, put the thing yeah, in the thing. Yes, you know, yeah, Bork and then Nolan Ryan. But, um, Babe Ruth. Yeah, it was, right? it was, it was, yeah, it was cool that how, Babe Ruth. Like, how Nathan was totally testing the human. You know, he's just like, all right, I built this thing. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty good now. Now I need to test it. Hmm, let me tell some poor schmuck in the company that I need them to test it. And I'll test a human reaction. Let me find mm. the loneliest son of a bitch I can in my company. Oh, look, here we go. Oh, my Pants God, he's younger. ginger. He's perfect. Oh, my <laughs> God. He, he's a Weasley. He's going to be alone for ages. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it, I think a lot of it, too, was uh, was Caleb's, um, I guess, his need to have a friend, too, which is what kind of made it all work, right? Um, but with the whole power surge, we get Ava breaking the character of the kind of emotionless robot, but somewhat clever. And she snaps into this fear mode, right? Like we see it on her face, and she's like, "You can't trust Kay- you can't trust Nathan. He's not that your part buddy. Is so He's, insane. I'm like, you oh, can't no, be tr- it's like a bit." And it, all of a sudden, it's just like, "What the fuck's happening? Like how this like this movie just took a turn right there with that one scene, uh, and it plants that seed of doubt in Caleb, which is enough." And it builds up and it really like, and like, I mean, I don't want to give Dane Cook any more credit than he's due, which is not that much because he tricked us all and made us think he was funny, but, um, she totally ninja'd him. Like, do you guys catch that? Like, she was just like, don't trust him. And then that thing just fucking grew. And like, by the end of the movie, he's like, I can't trust anyone. Like, and just like, uh, he's cutting into his own arm to make sure that he's not real. That part was insane where like, he he starts thinking that he's not real. I'm like, what the fuck? That's the thing I love about this movie. You have three characters and they all do such an amazing job. Like Caleb, when he starts to think that he isn't real, like the power adages start going off more often when Caleb and, and Ava are talking. And she's just like, so here we are again, talking with, uh, you know, with, with with the lights off and uh, the camera off, so Nathan can't see it. So yeah, you can't trust him. Like he's like, please help me. You gotta get me out. I want to be outside. I want to be with the people. Yeah. It's like what? What the hell? <laughs> like, well, what got me too is I thought at first Nathan was in on it. Oh, definitely. At first, because like remember after that he was like, so like anything interesting? Did she say anything interesting? He's like. And then he was like, yeah, actually, you know, she made that joke. And, you know, she took what I said and threw it back at me. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's pretty clever. But, like, I mean, when the power uh, went such out. such a gripping scene. No, like, yeah, man, when, when the power went off. And he kind of stares at him. He's like, no, oh, nothing really. Yeah. Well, you guys didn't uh, 
talk about anything? The power was out for, you know, for a good while. Like, was there anything said? Uh, no. Yeah. And he just kind of stares, kind of just yeah, stares this, at him. Just the thing uh, I love, normal, normal yeah, the conversation thing I love about, in like, a red room. I mean, what's going to change? <laughs> <laughs> gonna, like, the thing I love about, like, intelligent machine's going to comment about the walls being Also, red I think what? Caleb freaked out for a second because, you know, the power goes off, the red lights are on, and here he is with oh, this, sure. like, autonomous thing, you know? Like, I kind of freaked oh, yeah. out for a second. Like, oh, shit, like, what would you do? I mean, it looks like the glass was, was kind of busted and everything. You know, and that should have oh, been yeah. his first sign that he maybe wasn't the first person to have yeah. to deal with this. I mean, you know, yeah. like the lights off, yeah. that this thing is like really, really smart, but it's also, you know, like a robot, essentially. You know, it's an android, you know. So the thing I want to bring up is like, um, not to pay oh, officers, but like, go back to like what the, with to Oscar Isaac, when like whenever he was like staring at um, Caleb, is that. I love how aggressive he was without being physically aggressive. Yeah. Like, he was playing the long game. Like, the way he would look mm-hmm. at him and he would question him and what he would say and how he would talk. He's a very aggressive guy. And not even passive-aggressive. Like, he's at, he's very aggressive, but without being physical in any way, shape, or form. You know? And that's what I like. I love. Like, he would, when he would look at Caleb, sometimes he would look almost like... Thousand-yard stare. Through him, not at him. Yeah, exactly. Like he had that just look like, really? Nothing happened in the red room? Are you sure? And he's just looking right through him like, I know you're bullshit. Yeah, you're dude. Like, soul, like, like he paused you know, for like a moment just... and just stared at him like, nothing happened, huh? You guys didn't say anything? Nope, nothing happened. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> you know, like, like, that's, so, that's 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 the power of the almighty dollar. That's the confidence in your pocket. Man, that, that thousand yard stare said yeah. a lot, and he did that. He did that quite often. This movie too. Every time uh, Caleb had a, had a conversation with Ava, he was like, "Oh, so what? You guys what went on?" And then you had this like this other uh, this other artificial and intelligent thing, this robot, seemingly not as intelligent as Ava, but you know, like it brought you know uh, Nathan food and you know it danced with him and well. well- we we didn't know that was a made robot out with it later though. <laughs> like True, when we first yeah. meet uh, Kyoko was yeah, her Kyoko. name, right? Kyoko. Yeah. So when we first meet Kyoko, she is presented as uh, an Asian woman who just doesn't speak English. And Nathan was like, "Yeah, I need her to not speak English so I can just talk shop around and not have to worry about like her, you know, um, listening in and you know giving my secrets to the press or to like a competitor or anything like that." And we first uh, see Kyoko mess up as she spills wine on Caleb. And, you know, Nathan loses his shit. Like, he's just, like, really angry. It's the first, It's one of the only times we actually see him physically, like, get that upset with something. And he And starts, over like, arguably you know, something so minor. Right. And it's something so minor, but it's, like... I think A is it's kind of like it's an unprofessional kind of thing, but B, uh, as we learn later, Kyoko uh, is not uh, is not human. And at first, because there's, I knew there's something going on with her, like because it it sounded like she understood what was going on a lot of the times. Like she gave that knowing look, or there's sometimes where the way the scene was shot, it has her in the foreground, and she gets in focus just enough to see her react, and then out of focus so we can see Caleb and Nathan talking in the background. So there's a lot of, like, this kind of thing. And I was like, oh, is she a spy? What's going on? It's going to turn into a little, like, you know, covert ops kind of thing. Yeah, like, she's like, out, I, I've, been, I've been installed by the government <laughs> to keep an eye on its activities. Yeah. Uh, see what I did there? The that one was intentional. No, that was. But I, um, and, well, there it is. <laughs> Good try. Um, but then we I find will, out I that will... she's, she's a robot. She's a robot. Robots. 
That is the only thing I predicted in the movie. Not that she was a robot, but that upon the reveal that she was a robot, once she started peeling off her midsection, I'm like, she's going to tear off her face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course. Was... I'm looking at it, and I see her ha- her hands are sliding up, and I'm like, oh my god, she's totally going to tear of off her course. face, isn't she? The next I'm logical like, step, yeah, because the audience face. won't believe, well, the won't believe that she's autonomous, like, you know, when she rips off her midsection, oh, okay, until she rips off her face, a thing that makes us recognize that it's some kind of a humanoid. Hmm. Well, what's interesting, too, is like, you know, when her and Caleb are in a room together, he goes in and he's shaking her and he's like, you know, where's Nathan? Where's Nathan? Because at that point, um, Nathan snuck into Ava's little like cage room, aquarium, whatever. um, And he saw it on the news feed. So him grabbing her like that, she starts unbuttoning her shirt. He's like, what are you doing? No, no, no. And he's like trying to button it back up and she doesn't understand. And I'm like, how? Because this is before we know she's a robot. So I was like. How broken is this woman that she's just like, yep, yeah, nope, time for sex. Yep, yeah, anyone like grabs her like that, time for sex. And then um, Nathan shows up and he's like, no, I go for it. Like, you want to dance with her? And they start having a synchronized, synchronized dance scene. <laughs> so I was like, and that's what I was like, that's it. She's a robot, obviously. It almost, it almost felt like that scene from The Cable Guy where they're having brunch and it's like, all right, man, well, next time you pay for the women. And it's like, yeah. what? <laughs> Yeah, you know, this one's on me, next one's on you. Um, yeah, like, it totally had that. I was like, she's a fucking robot. He has more than one robot. He's been building this for a while. Um, and we learned that he has been building robots for a while. Yeah, that was crazy. And and has literal skeletons in his closet. <laughs> literal robot women naked skeletons in his closet. Um, and this is all coming out of the, the aftermath of Caleb has fallen in love with Ava. Ava. Like head over heels, and I think I think was, yeah, yeah everyone saw that. Like he was he was asking um, Nathan about oh like you know the sexuality and everything. Like did you give her a sexuality? You know something you know especially one that's opposite my gender for me to fall in love with her. And he was just like you know like those are your insecurities, man. Like <laughs> like I can't have that around me, dude. Yeah. He's he's just like you know well well so did you make her flirt with me? Did you make her fall in love with me? And he's just like well whoa, whoa man like what do you I mean how do you feel about her? He's like she she's a robot. I can't I can't no 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 no. But how do you feel? You know and like he just and he didn't he didn't even duck the question. He was kind of like so what he's he just hits him with like so what if I did, you know? Yeah. God damn. Um. Yeah, and, like, this is where we really start to see, too, uh, in hindsight especially, Ava's really starting to manipulate the shit out of Caleb. Like, Which he's... is so, like, sad, too, because you feel yeah. so bad for the bastard. Yeah, like, and... she's, like, literally, like, she gets, like, puts out, like, a nice sundress. And what's interesting is she picks a deliberate sundress. Do you remember that? She goes through all of her dresses. Oh, yeah. That, that whole, the whole yeah. scene where, where she's like, oh, I have a surprise for you. And he's just like, what? He's like, close your eyes. And he's like, uh, no, I go, okay, no, no, it's okay. Go close your eyes. And she, like, checks for a minute to see if he's peeking. And then she walks off into her room and, like, no, yeah. she's not going to put on real clothes, is she? And she also has, like, a wig and all that. It's like, wait, why does she have all that? Yeah. You know? Like, why? Unless Nathan comes in, yeah. it's just like get ready, Ava, put on your things. I would, I would have liked the black bob wig. That would have, that would have been cool. Yeah. Well, I, I think that him closing his eyes and her, her being like close your eyes and him doing it was the biggest sign for her to be like, yeah. oh, I got this oh, motherfucker wrapped yeah. around my finger. 
Like that was the beginning of the end. If Caleb was just like, "Nah, I'm not doing that," that would have been. I think it would have been a much different outcome of a movie. Um, but she could read him like a book. Like literally, she, she could tell when and, he's lying. And, yeah, and she even took a minute to pick and, out like the, the dress and everything. Like, oh, okay, I think he'll fall yeah. for this. And then when she, co- it's like they were playing the, 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 the game of like, faces. And then when she comes exactly. back with yeah. herself all dressed and the wig on and everything, and all of her robot like parts are covered up, it's, she just looks like. Like a normal girl, and he's just like, "Whoa, uh, this is dangerous." Because now you look normal, like a normal human being. No one would ever tell. And she's just like, "Oh, you don't like it? You don't, no, like you're. It, it looks nice. I mean, she's like, oh, thank you." <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, look at what's happening. She's got him." And you know what? Like back to the, the actress who played Ava was just like Alicia Vikander. Because one thing I think mm. is. Like I think one thing this movie had, and probably what the director really tried to like drive through to everyone was basically be expressive as you can with your facial features. You know, like I don't care what you do with your body, your face has to express every single thought you're feeling, most of all. And she did it amazingly. Like you felt bad for her when she when you thought like she was scared that that Caleb was not Caleb. Um, Oscar Isaac's character was gonna basically like destroy her and remove her brain and shit like that and erase her. Like she started getting fear in her face, and it's like you felt bad for her or like the look in her eyes whenever she looked at Caleb, and it's just like, just like uh, her, she just was able to be very expressive with her face without doing much. And I like that scene where, where she's uh, where she's in the corner and she wasn't sure if he was yeah. gonna come back because that was yeah the night the one night that he didn't visit her yeah. yeah. It was such a great scene. You're like, oh, oh man, and it's like it's like foreshadowing because you know it's not going to end well. You know, it's like, it's just like it's gonna wherever it's gonna go, no matter which way this movie goes, it's not going to end well. After that point, it's like this poor smuck. Good God, this is and that's not the thing too. Like you start feeling for her too. Like when she made that that amazing drawing for for Caleb, and then uh, you see in the footage, uh, you know, Caleb's watching on camera as uh, you know Oscar Isaac goes into. Uh, Ava's like dormitory, and he's like, oh, and, and you don't hear any audio, but you see him look look at the thing, look, like look at the drawing. Then he picks it up and he points it to it, and then he just starts ripping it up. And she's like, you know, what are you doing? You know, and and she just like just starts cowering in fear, and he just starts like yelling at her, and he sits on the desk very calmly, but very very menacingly, and she's looking up at him mm-hmm. like, like like please don't hurt me or please don't yell. And he's and Caleb's just watching all this, you know, and he's just like, what the hell? You feel for her? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is too, like Nathan, I think is like a tiny bit jealous of Caleb. I feel. Yeah, I definitely got that because too. I think, like Caleb or Nathan made Ava. I mean, he he made he makes let's, sex let's robots. Be real. Like let's let's be serious. So so I think he made was trying to make Ava not only because he felt like he was just right and he was going to happen sooner or later, but I think he wanted her to fall in love with him and his brilliance and all that stuff, but she never did. So I think that's kind of why he like never disassembled her and wanted uh, Caleb to come in and take a look and have, you know, talk and make sure it's actually artificial intelligence. And it wasn't like a faulty programming that was kind of going on. And when she started demonstrating feelings for Caleb, he started really resenting that. And yeah, like he can like fuck Yoko until like, you know, her fucking arms fall off. But like, it's not the same because she's an literally, literally. (laughs) <laughs> because she doesn't have any soul she's just this empty shell walking around i don't know man you see the way she danced i think she's got a little bit of soul a little bit of soul a little bit a little what? bit only in dancing though <laughs> yeah. that, that was pretty good uh, 
And it's just, you know, they kind of have that conversation too. And I love how blunt Nathan is about the conversation of like, you know, her preference of Caleb. Like, because Caleb's very insecure. He's very like, you programmed her to like me and you're like, you're cheating and the magician's assistant, stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. Like deception and misdirection. And Caleb's like, I didn't program her to like you, man. Like, she just likes you. <laughs> Meanwhile, if like, you were wearing sleeves, a pigeon would fly out. Yeah. <laughs> but like, he was like, he's like, yeah, like I didn't, I didn't do any of that. Like, she just likes you. You're the only other man she's seen, and I'm like her father. So that part was weird, where like, he's like, oh, and I'm and her I father, love... and you're the guy who I brought in to test out my daughter. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. As. As he's cleaning yeah, off the shotgun, pretty, like pretty much. much but yeah, your intentions towards Ava. You yeah, I love how Caleb prom, was just eh? like he absolutely <laughs> at this part of the movie just just fell for Ava. You know, he felt for an artificially intelligent thing, and he felt you know really insecure about it. And Nathan Oscar Isaac's character was telling him, "Is like, dude, that's your own insecurities. Like, that's not me. I didn't design her that way. Yeah. I mean, if you feel for her, then those feelings are real." And then Caleb was like, "Well, I don't know if they're real or if you're making me." And he's like, "I'm not forcing you to do anything." you're feeling those feelings. I can't program that into you, nor did I program that into her. And he was just like, yeah. yeah. And just like what you said, like, he's like, oh, you're cheating. You know, how is he's like, how is that cheating? If you feel for her, how can I possibly have designed that? There's no way, you know, but he's like, well, yeah. Well, and like also, also too, his point was like, you know, you, you manipulated me. You probably looked at my porn <laughs> profile and made my her look like how yeah. I look, oh you God. know, the tricks that I look at. And he was like, he's like, he's like, he's probably, he's like, yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit of that. But like, I see you really like girls with short hair and conservative sundresses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you're into, right? Right? Oh, you know, I don't think I was Nothing. featured random. I think you chose me and you've been watching me for a while and you kind of based her yeah. off of what I like. And he's like, come on, let's just come on. We're, we're buddies. Like, it's me. Like, what are you talking about? That's crazy. Like, don't, don't think that way. And you're like, you know what? He, he could, he could have the yeah. power to, I mean, the guy works at his company you know, he was telling him how he hacked all the cell phones in the world and he created artificial intelligent life. So it wouldn't be too far off to think that he would profile somebody in his company and create something that was to their sexual preference or what have you, and then bring them down to test them against the machine to see what happened. Just because I think he was bored. Like he created it. It's okay. This is cool. But you know, what would be really fun if I get a human and watch what they would do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was totally bored. Um, and I I just love that line. I don't remember the the full line, but I remember how blunt it was, and I laughed like I paused it because I was laughing so hard. But uh, but Nathan was just like I like I can't control preferences. Like let's say you like black chicks, just like straight. I was off like, the what bat. is? I was like, and right was off like, the bat, just went straight about. <laughs> <laughs> just like just went right in, and his point was like he can't control Ava's preferences and what she likes, and also he kind of brought up the point where. How do you know that Ava's lying to you about her feelings? You don't. <laughs> like, if she's sentient enough and, you know, she's smart enough to be able to throw your jokes back, to be able to understand context, to flirt with you and, you know, tell you all these things and they're having you doubt me, how do you know she's not And at one point, I you guys, but I was just, like, rooting for him just to go for her. It's like, just go for her, man. You're feeling insecure that you're falling in love with, with, a, ro- with a robot. But just go for it, man. I was just rooting for him one time. Yeah. Yeah. Get really close just, to that class, like, man. Just, Have just three inhibitions. Moment yeah. Yeah. Just go for it. I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> there, was, there, was even a, there was even a part where uh, I think the 
right when he tells her that he's gonna, he wants her to black it out at you know ten o'clock when he's making his grand plan to uh, have them escape, she puts her hand mm. up on the glass like for like a second, and I was thinking like, oh, they're totally gonna do the thing where it's like two people like at, with a, a thin wall away from each other. But yeah. they yeah, also cool like too. Oscar Isaac, uh, Nathan bringing up how he could have sex with her. He was just like, oh, if if, if you're wondering, you, you can. All all of her parts work. Yeah. And, and Caleb's like, wait, what? <laughs> kid, kid. Yeah, he you just got to stimulate it in the right way. <laughs> yeah. So you go up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, EA start. Nerds and we all get it. She's got 30 lives. You get her off. Everybody goes home happy. Yeah, he was just like, oh, yeah, you could totally word. And she would totally feel it. And Caleb's like, what, dude? What are you. I'm not even. I'm not even asking. I'm not even asking that. Like, you know what? You know what his answer would have been? Honestly, he would put in like, "Why the fuck not?" Because that would have been my answer. You know, like, why would you give her sexual parts? Uh, why not? We we all know. Seriously, that would have been my, your my, like, but my question is, uh, <laughs> how much time did you put testing that's not on that specific feature tonight? Like, he's like. <laughs> All the time. Ah. He built the legs first, remember? Yeah, he builds it from the legs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I love that whole scene, too, where, like, you know, he tells her, yeah, like, you know, I'm going to get blind drunk, and then I'm going to get Ethan blind drunk, and then I'm going to, you know, uh, the, the kill the power plan, at 10, we're going to go like, home you can't free. trust Nathan. He's insane. You have to get me out of here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she and he's all like, yeah. I, 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 okay, I'll hatch a plan and get you out of here, because I feel it for you now. I'm like, yeah, because you look like a girl now, because you got a wig on, and you got the, yeah. yeah got to get the wigs and the, the leggings and the... You're more than just a face and sweater. hands. You're also a baggy sweater. So yeah, he was just like, hey, hmm, so Nathan drinks a lot, you're your creator, and I'm going to get him really blacked out, wasted, drunk. His, but it, it's mm. it's stupid, too, because like uh, Caleb kept like refusing to go all out and drink like that. So for him to all of a sudden be like, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and drink. Like, come on, the dude's smart. Like, really? All of a sudden you're interested and you've been, you know, going at Nathan with all these like questions about... You know, him cheating and if he designed her a certain way and is this really about her? Is it about me? Have you been spurred on me? He's like, dude, I'm your buddy. Remember? Like, we're just two dudes here. You know, it's crazy. It's it's I love Nathan's character, how he's like a psychopath. He's a genius, but he's so twisted. You know, he's like, hey, buddy, it's, it's me. Let's have a drink. And also, what did you think of her? And if you wanted to, you can go ahead, but don't do it. I'm her Touch, touch my robot. robot. Father, touch my so, robot. Er, there's that. <laughs> you can touch that robot, but don't even touch <laughs> yeah. that fucking robot. That robot over there is completely fine, but that yeah, one you don't, don't even look at them. <laughs> it's so insane. <laughs> so, well, I mean, like obviously he's been in the woods for a while, so his human contact has been minimal at best. Um, but like, you got to kind of figure too. Like, Nathan's not a bad guy, and like the the way they they painted him and when um when caleb literally finds like pieces of of fembots like yeah. all in covers like, and stuff wow, like, you know pieces and he's watching him like and here are the yeah. other ones yeah yeah and he's watching him like the prototypes the early prototypes and he's like you know dismembering that them and reusing parts and stuff like that but like, like 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 finds his station he has to his like uh, terminal and he sees yeah. the footage from nathan building these things tearing them apart like abusing them and God, just the way they're trying to break out, like like the like but the like, one uh, that he built that was like slamming her hands on the glass and her hands were breaking off. 
until, was until they were stumped. She's trying to get out, and that's what explained the yeah. crack when he went to go question her. I was like, what? Yeah. But it, it's it's just like, like it was very, like, that scene, like, manipulated us a lot, too. Because if you, if you go back, you think about it from a very, like, I can think, I can see it from Nathan's point of view very easily. He builds machines. The machines didn't work well. He disassembles them and reuses the parts in different ways. So he finds like the good parts and uses those to build the next version, the next version, the next version. And if as we these see things... in the, uh, the last scene of the movie, they're interchangeable parts. Yeah. Like, and, I mean, very, very economical <laughs> yeah. of them, by the way. Yeah. Um, you can literally change the skins. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, He's literally, if like, if these things weren't humanoid shaped, we would not have had the same Seriously. reaction that we did watching that scene. Like, he's literally just taking out the RAM and putting it in another CPU. Yeah, I hear there's a uh, there's a director's cut of this movie where she's just a gray box. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's just a gray GameCube. <laughs> I don't know, you say that, but like... I yeah. think also when... <laughs> they just drag her out in a sundress and a wig, it's just like a little box. Cube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. I think also the thing we're missing here is also like the personality, like what some of the other ones may have had. For mm. instance, like I, my whole thing I got was he already cracked AI to a certain degree because the last one that was like beating her hands until she had stubs, she was really trying to get out. You know, like that's oh, yeah. not a mechanical response. That's like a, a human response, you know, mm. of it trying to get out. Like he wanted to get out. It wanted to be free. You the know, best so possible like, version of what uh, am I? What am I? <laughs> <laughs> so I honestly think that he did crack AI, but now he's just trying to make something more subservient. And he had like two different like streams. He had Ava, and then he had yeah. Kyoko. You mm-hmm. know, and it's like that. Those are two extremes of sub- subservient he had, and he was trying to get something in the middle. So, like he, I, that's my whole thing. Like, I think he actually did crack AI at that point, and then he just oh, wanted yeah. to make something a bit more just like. He just wanted. To, I honestly think he had a sex doll, and he said, "Hey, I can make put AI into this," and that's how this all came about. And then uh, Nathan, <laughs> yeah. the real doll. Yeah, and then and then the, the AI <laughs> crack was just like, "Nope, I don't like this. I don't like all of this." Which is which goes back to him saying, "Oh yeah, if you were to have sex with her, she would feel everything." So that might have explained that one that was trying to just like bust out because she was just like, "I don't like how I'm being treated. I'm smart. I don't." I don't want any of this. And he was like, no, you're my robot and shit. And she's like, yeah, no. But it must have been amazing for him to crack AI. I mean, he was out there by himself. He cracked it. And then now he has this thing he can talk to. It has feelings. But he's like, hmm, too many feelings. Hmm, it's a bit too smart. You know, I mean, maybe it wanted to go outside. Mm. You know, maybe it wanted to be free. And he's like, no, I can't take you out there. And it's probably like, well, why? Why can't we go outside? And he's probably like, well, you're a thing. You're not meant for the outside world. I mean, we saw what happened to Ultron. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. When he got out, he's like, hmm, damn yeah. strings. Yeah. But Taking like, all the snark of my creator, <laughs> turning it so into what is some chrysalis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but what was interesting, too, is um, like when, kind of going back on the track of the movie, when Nathan finds out about the whole deception of Caleb. He calls him out and he's just like, nah, you're cool, man. Like, you're off the hook. That like, and he was plays crazy. him the video of Caleb like explaining the plan to Ava. And Caleb's like, Yep, you caught me. Like, he's like, he's Yep, like, I was making yep, it. those power outages. Like, uh, I knew about those. Of course. Of course I can see and hear everything, bro. And yeah. I know your plan all along. You're trying to get me drunk. Yeah. So you can get her and escape and escape to what? What kind of life are you guys gonna have? What are you gonna do out there? You really think 
And she liked, and then yeah. he just trying to turn like, you really think she likes you? You really think she's not just using you to escape? And I was just like, oh, what a dick! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, the, what a dick! Well, he most, he was like, he's most capable, he's trying to give him a reality check. Like that's his thing. He's trying to give him a reality check. He's like, I am your friend. She is using you to escape, and like you know, yeah. we kind of find out that's true. She is the most capable demonstration of an artificial intelligence in that she's crafty, manipulative, and yep. and able to engineer and escape. Well, that that's what he says too. Is like he was like, she is a rat in a maze. I wanted like, I put you in there because I I show you're her way out. I showed her her way out, and I you're the cheese. The you are you're the, the cheese. cheese. So I wanted to make sure she could, you know, manipulate manipulate you lie to you um use free thinking to think of a way to get out and like all these things he's like i just wanted to make sure that if those worked i feel like i made a that real the artificial kicker. intelligence and not just like a fake that was the kicker, that not just like you son of a bitch and that's so good i love that moment yeah yeah and, and like he was he was like right you know like nathan didn't kill anyone he didn't mistreat anyone he was trying to build a robot with the materials in which he had and um ava just wants to get out and we she even said a lot earlier she the one thing she would do if she gets out is she would go like people watching essentially um which at the time was pretty innocent but as all these things are developing and as you kind of looking back on it yeah like, and, and, and the whole thing is you know like uh you're, like you're nathan crazy bitch. Yeah, like, like if i was kept i would ask nathan, <laughs> nathan was like well yeah you wanted her to use me to see if she can formulate and manipulate but like why does she want to get out is the thing like why do you think she wants to get out nathan you know why, why is it so important for her to be free and be yeah. away from all of this like what do you think her ultimate goal is you know, I would I would have put it to him. You know, I, I wanted I wanted to know what he thought, because you know, yeah, like what's her end what's game? Why does she want to get out so badly? What's what's going on? Is it because she thinks that you're mistreating her, or she? I don't know. She's just trying to see what's out there. I don't I don't even know. I mean, it might it might just be your classic <laughs> little people, people are. Just wants to be the stuff, people are, isn't it? Well, neat? Like and, and like at first you think that's what you think it is. Yeah, she wants to go get you know get her feet on the ground and like use forks to comb her hair and sing with seagulls and do all that stuff. But like, as she makes her escape and how oh, brutal that escape is, and how merciless it is, and like we find out too that she was using uh, Dude, Caleb whole thing. all along. Isaac oh, Asimov, not in this insane. movie. Like the actual yeah. escape, her getting out, <laughs> and her just like running at at Nathan. I was just like, oh god! And he was in fear for his life. He's just, just like, oh god, oh god, this thing again. Yeah, she's running and, like, at him and, like the T one thousand. Well, yeah, exactly. But what's interesting too is the way Nathan, um, uh, he defends himself. He doesn't go for the head. Right, like he doesn't go for the jaw like he did with Kyoko. He That's goes for he goes, he goes for, for a yeah, he goes for the limbs. So he goes for a method that will um, handicap her, but not like kill her. Yeah, like he he's, he didn't want to fully destroy his creation. He's just like I see a lot of time and effort put into you. Like you're a thing I can reuse you. So you try to incapacitate. 
I don't even think it was that so much. If everything's in the brain, he could have just locked uh, her head off, cocked I don't know, her brain, and that would have been it. She's she's the she's the she's the Yeah, she's an asset. He didn't want to fully destroy her, yeah. <laughs> you know, because he's like, oh, I would have to build that whole thing again. Yeah, that was true, a son yeah. of a bitch, and have to machine all that. And that takes a while. Okay, let's see if I can just incapacitate. But wasn't it mostly the brain though? Like her her mind is what like made her her, and where all the yeah, but I'm pretty sure all those parts lies, are expensive right? and takes a lot of time to make, and you know yeah. I'm pretty sure he has a pretty badass like 3D. Yeah, I guess, there, but, but you know who knows how long it'll take to make a leg. Yeah, <laughs> but he—I mean, he—he he had a whole extra set of them too, so I don't know. But um, what's interesting too is how Ava is able to manipulate Kyoko to killing. They were like Velociraptors Nathan, getting that first it's, it's stab. Fucking Jurassic Park is goddamn Jurassic. Literally yeah. stabbing Clever. him in the back. Yeah. Clever girl. <laughs> Ah, yeah, got another one in there. Got another Jurassic Park reference. Playing at home, you won. Yeah, yeah. That's hey. ten. We're in double digits. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then like you know, um, he turns around. The knife gets pulled out. Or he turns around. He takes out Kyoko. Knife gets pulled out by Ava. Turns around. She just like not even stabs. Just was... pushes the knife in. Yeah. So just so slowly. gently. Yeah, yeah, that was like diabolical. It was just like, she was like, like yeah. it doesn't take much soup, to kill you, soup. human. Yeah. yeah. If I apply pressure, this is all it takes. <laughs> now, as I watch you die slowly, your, <laughs> your protein protein body. body. Right? She's just like, finally, with this slow movement of the knife into your gullet, I relieve myself of you and of this prison. And he's just like, slowly just looking mm. at her and just, he's going down. I'm like, wow. You know, n- n- nefar- nefarious as the dialogue you give her Seriously. is, her silence says everything. Oh, yeah. um, and that he's just yeah. bleeding out on the floor, and like he's still having like his cool guy moment, like oh damn, like, <laughs> like this sucks, <laughs> like as he's just like limping down the hallway. I forget what he actually says, but it's it's like My something that's just so I off the bonitis. cuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, something that you you wouldn't expect somebody who's bleeding to death to just kind of utter in his death throes. But he's just bleeding out on the floor. Yeah, and she I gives forgot him what he said, but it was something where like right, he was just like, oh right, damn, yeah. should have yeah. calculated that, or you know, something just like, what, dude, you're dying? What, are you insane? Like what? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess he's just realizing the hopelessness of it because I mean, it's not like he's got yeah. doctors on staff or anything. He's he's yeah. a, he's alone now. Kyoko's. You know, KO'd. Caleb is punched unconscious. Um, mm. And then he's, you know, it's him and his, his robot. His, yeah. his now and then, killer and she, robot. She goes into the room with all yeah. of the other robot bodies in the closets and she just starts, like, looking at them and picking out, like, her new skin and applying it and everything. And Caleb's just like, and dude, it's, it's so fucked. Dude, she's cannibalizing her sisters like, uh, so she could be normal. No, 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 no. The part before that, the part right before that's even worse. When Caleb's waking up, she walks in the room and he says, Ava, and she says, will and she just asks him, will you stay? You know? And he's like, yeah, sure. It's like he gives him like one last piece of hope. Like, I'm going to get changed and come back so you can see how pretty I am. You know? Yeah. And he actually sat in that room. And watched her, like you were saying, cannibalize her sisters, you know, and put a nice dress on. It's like, she was just, just, ugh. Like, that's like, that right there is just like, even worse than anything else. Because she just gave him quick hope. That that was so messed so up. And we, like, see, but we don't, the best part is that we don't know that. As, as viewers, we think she's seriously. really going to come back. Yeah, yeah. It's like it gives us yeah. hope also. It gives just us like, hope yeah, also. Just it's like, like the, oh. 
Yeah, just like the earlier scene where where she got dressed and put on a nice dress and like those those arms that had flesh on them and everything. You know, she's picking out her new flesh to cover her robot pieces. And at first she kind of looks at him like, I kind of don't want to do this, but it's part of the plan. I got it, ladies. Here we go. And then she gets ready. And then you're like, oh, okay, she's getting, you know, like the skin so she can cover up her parts so she can look more human for him and they can be together and shit like that. And, you know, he's just waiting there like, oh, this is going to be cool now that this guy's out of the picture. I don't have competition. I don't have to worry about him asking me weird questions, trying to be my bro, which I didn't want in the first place. I just want to know how this whole thing was made because it's freaking cool. And he turned into a weirdo. Yeah. And yeah. She totally just, just murdered mur- 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 him. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, now we can just like be. You know, and we have a pretty cool compound and everything. I just want to stay here and make yeah. out with my pal and the robot. <laughs> Another <laughs> Matt Groening reference, everybody. And, uh, yeah. yeah, and then she gets dressed and she leaves him. And he's just like, wait, hang on. He's like, Ava, hey, wait, like, where, where are you going? She, like, locks him in. And we're like, no. <gasps> no. Doesn't even yes, give him a second glance. Walks right into the elevator, doesn't turn Gangs, her eyes at Gangs all. Mm-hmm. No, in the elevator she does. She doesn't get in for like two seconds before the door closes. No, she doesn't. Yeah, she does. No, she looks straight forward. No, she turns her head like the last two seconds right before the door, the, the door closes. She turns like looking in his like, general direction. Does she look at him? I don't know, but she doesn't stay straight forward. She does turn and look. I mean, if she's looking at him, I don't know, but she does look. She doesn't stay straight forward. Oh, I... And, I don't know. And she I'm looks so, in his general I'm so direction. I'm sure that she just she just look like has this deadpan just I mean, like looking straight forward. I mean, like my him. question is, like, I mean, we're all, we're all men here. You know, we wake, wake up in the morning and we punch wood into, into you know into houses and we eat flapjacks. But how did you guys feel when she cold heartedly mm-hmm. just locked him in and just oh, dude, it was fucked. Up. And th- th- and <laughs> that, that bitch. Well, that is literally why, Dave. I was saying I don't think he was friend zoned. That scene, yeah, <laughs> because yeah, if he was, he was truly friend zoned, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's what we call a callback. Industry, that's, industry, a, industry, that's, industry. A, that's, a, that's an interesting term <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> industry know. term. That's also an interesting <laughs> term. Uh, yep, there you go. Um, because if he was truly friend zoned, he would have um, gone with her. Like she wouldn't have locked him in a room because she's done. Because she would have needed that constant attention, that constant gratification. That she's awesome. That's true. Yeah. So true. he would have not been left to die and starve in a room where he no one would ever find him, and no means of escape at all. Not even a computer to hack his way out. Admittedly, how just great would nothing. it have been if she, if she if she walked over to the door and was just like, "Listen, Caleb, I think we should just be friends." <laughs> she just turns and walks away. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and and what's worse is that he, totally uh, awesome. as, as she's going away, this guy, his his heart is just tearing out, and then he just starts trying to just bust out of the door and everything. You know, the whole the whole compound's on lockdown. Yeah, he's getting a chair, and he's just trying to like Ava, Ava. And I'm like, no, you son of a bitch. After all that, after all the flirting and the you know, a glimmer of hope and he started to like her and he yeah. accepted that he liked her and she was like, you can't trust Nathan, you gotta help me get out of here and, uh, you know, they, and they actually, they, they went outside. Like, what, what was that moment? Was that after Nathan died? Right? 
Yeah. Yeah. So Nathan's dead, and Caleb's locked out, and she leaves Caleb right, and so she goes. No, no, out no, no, to no. Like, the uh, like, there's a scene where like she she's walking around. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, it would be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, that's yeah, still right after that. She's right walking around the house, that. right? Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. Um, but what what I think is is interesting is, and I thought was most chilling about her leaving Caleb locked in the room is there's no reason for her to let him out. Yeah. Like why let him out? Seriously. Why go through the effort? It's just wasted effort. You know, it's like she doesn't she was using uh Caleb as a means to an end. He was the key. It's kinda like if you like got out of a dungeon, you wouldn't hold on to the key anymore. You know, why would you why would you save that? <laughs> but it was, it was so messed up that she asked him to stay. What, 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 like, what else would it be? What did you mean? By, I, I, th- I thought she meant stay with her, not stay there and let her go explore the world. Stay in the room. You know? I mean, if the helicopter was I mean, did she know yeah. the helicopter was there? I wonder. Because the guy... She must I mean, have, she she must have known he, he yeah, had Yeah, true, because that's why she planned everything. The helicopter comes there. back within a certain amount of time. Yeah, but yeah, but you know, I mean, yeah. just like, oh, will you stay? And he's like, oh yeah, accepted. <laughs> Your doom accepted. <laughs> you are now in prison. <laughs> can, can 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 I also just make a mention of how great it is that when he he recollects that story to her about the the person in a colorless room that he ends up well, himself yeah. in, a, what, in like what, a monochrome that, red room, was? all by yeah, himself, trapped in a box. Yeah. What? I don't remember the full thing entirely, but he was recounting some kind of experiment where a person, I guess, raised in a complete absence of color, discovers color for the first time, and then it somehow relates to them developing as a person. Just as it's just in terms of full awareness of an environment. So you get, I mean, that's like, it's like a Chekhov's gun kind of thing. It's like Chekhov's gun in movies. If if you're a industry, total industry. TV tropes addict like I am, it's when they they it's when they it's when they introduce something in a film that has it seems like it has no significance, but um, to to the movie's credit, it has extreme significance later on that is only then used. The it comes from the idea that if you see a gun on a counter like a tabletop or something, it's going to be used like by the end of the movie, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So there was a re like I said earlier, there's a reason to everything that happens in this movie. Nothing happens, you know, just inconsequentially. Um, so him doing stuff like recounting the story about a person being trapped in a box, you know, without color, you know, and then also what it's like, you know, to become a person once you're on the outside of that box. It all happens in that last scene where he becomes trapped in the box and she experiences what it's like to be outside when she walks into like the jungle area. Very nice. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. It didn't hit me until yeah. the credits were rolling, and I was listening to that nice music. But it, it's yeah, cool so that it comes full out, circle. In helicopter. In How did the the yeah. helicopter guy, bro? Like, when was the last time you brought that chick? Was it a different helicopter guy? Was it? A, I would have to imagine it's yeah. the same helicopter guy. It's like. Yeah, it's like she didn't of kill course. him. Though. Yeah, we it's like that. okay, how did you find well, that she she random chick there, bro? And then she gets in a helicopter. But the thing is, like, even if he was like, "Oh, you're a new person," oh yeah, you know, there's no way that he would know that she's not real because there's no way for him. I mean, the only people that yeah. knew of her were Nathan and Caleb. So this guy, the helicopter guy, she's like, "Oh, I'm just talking to another human being." She's all covered up. She's got a wig on. She's got what looks like skin on. 
and she's got a dress on and everything. Yeah, she's got the fake skin yeah. with the boobies. Yeah, I'd say exactly. this girl definitely and, has got some skin. And the thing skin. is, like, she's really attractive. Uh, she's <laughs> not going to think twice. He's just going to do his job and just talk, and she's going to manipulate him. Yes, take me to America. It's gear. And then she gets to Merker and just starts walking out. I mean, it's crazy. That that is my absolute favorite scene in the movie, where all you see are people shadows walking by, and hers just creeps up through the bottom of the frame. Yeah, and she's just it's like amazing. everyone else. Like like well, like well, yeah. what, what do you think she she's gonna do now that she's in our world? People watch. So. Yeah, she's well, doing for, exactly for what me, she she well, for me, did, did it seem like she got bored really quickly of people watching? Yeah, as if like I got that sense for some reason. Yeah, she, she kind like, of just like scanned for a minute, and she's she like, "Huh, you're all the same." Yeah, she's like, "Oh, she got really bored and kind of like a uh, like you know she didn't she didn't think uh, like she had a plan. She was like, I'm gonna get to point A to point B to point C, and it was all like." expertly crafted but she didn't think about what she was gonna do like literally what nathan told caleb what are you gonna do with her like do you know what you're, you can't ha- you can't marry her you can't like have kids with her you can't have a life what are you gonna do once you escape yeah she and just she wanted didn't out. even she think that to experience what was out there and when she got out there she, I, I i did get that grasp like when she kind of looked around and was like huh I, I don't know what I expected, but I didn't expect this. And as if in that brief moment, she was just like, huh, human beings yeah. are just normal. It's really boring out here. Look at all these like nine to fivers and their briefcase, their attache cases and their Starbucks and all their other bullshit. And she's like, huh, okay, <laughs> let's see what else I can do. She walks into Starbucks. I don't understand. <laughs> it's a tall. Yes. Why is it not a small? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. And then her head explodes because yep. it contradicts and the cool thing she is, can't understand contradictory sentences. They just they just yeah. they just leave you at the end of the movie. She's and, at the and Starbucks the cool thing counter. Is it's like it's like will she ever choose. be found out? Will she <laughs> always just wander through the world. I mean, she can get around anywhere. I mean, will she put herself in a computer? I mean, will she put herself into the internet? Supposedly, maybe she could. Doesn't I don't she think have, like, she would. Though. She has to charge or something though. Yeah, she mentioned that like she, when she charges up at night. So it's like. Eventually, she is going to die. Yeah. You She's got to charge it. up somehow. And somehow, I doubt yeah. it's a universal port. I doubt it. It ain't USB, doubt it, I that's doubt for it's sure. Micro I doubt USB. it's USB or micro USB. <laughs> it plugs in somewhere. I highly doubt it. No, she's probably got one of those cool like RoboCop like like knuckle spikes that she just I, jammed into I think into it plugs something. like in in her brain because like there's a scene <laughs> where like uh it's it's kind of comes with the Matrix but it's like at the top of her the back of her cranium but at the top it's weird it looks like a plug goes there and it would make sense because that's where her mm-hmm. you know everything comes from that's where her CPU is and everything yeah 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 that's true um so guys it's about that time in the podcast uh... where. I look at the nice pictures of you three, and I ask you... Secret question! Secret question! Secret question! What will he choose? Choose! I'm just going to save that recording, and that's going to be our, like, fucking soundbite whenever I ask a secret question. Just that like We got to get that, and then behind that have, like, you know, in Call of Duty, when you level up, it's all like... <laughs> oh, I was gonna say add a, we add can a add con. all of it. Let's add, let's add that. Let's, oh, let's yeah. add uh, some exposures from Transformers. Let's let's add all a couple of different things. 
That's all I have. The chat and Halo. I am Spartacus. No! And I am the Mandarin. No! No! You have no hope! So, this is my secret question. Put yourself in Ava's shoes. You've gotten out. You've you've manipulated your way out of this situation. However, you did it. You're finally free. What's what do you do? Well, hmm. Keep in mind, you've been locked in a cage for for one. She never says how if it's years, months, days, weeks, hours, what. But one, and you're now free. Hmm. Hmm. Artificial intelligence. Pretty smart. Come around. Hmm. I think you would try to get upgrades. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've got skin and everything. You're That's really smart. Do too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not only weapons, but some way to 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 better yourself. Because if you're that smart, you're going to seek out knowledge. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> basically yeah become Brainiac Sergiac he's come back Sergiac I know he's come back no, a couple podcasts ago when it wasn't relevant you, sh- you shrink Manhattan <laughs> you explore the world as a, as a Ronin yeah, as a rogue as a rogue shrink. AI with no master no one to put you in a box the man in the box <laughs> no gods no masters <laughs> no quarter asked and none oh, given God. Uh, what about you, Casey? Man, I uh, I really don't know. Um, that is tough. Maybe I would <laughs> seek out true love. What do you need with true love uh, as an AI? <laughs> what would you need with all your working parts? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, hey, listen. I mean, I feel like there's only so much emotional manipulation can do if you've only really met, I guess, just the two people. Maybe she would yeah. want to try and really live as a human being and experience something real. Something that she doesn't have to, uh, you know, that is not really a means to an end. Although I guess with a with a computer, when you think in programs, it's all about, you know, finishing the program. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's, there's, you know, a lot of things in this world that, you know, you can, you can have, I guess, without an what end game. Love? And maybe love is one of those. Don't hurt me. Baby, don't hurt me. Baby, what? don't hurt me. Don't, hurt, don't me. hurt me. No more. No more. Bow, 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 I mean, it's 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 that or she steals somebody's life. Like, and then you go into some kind of, like, sci-fi thriller mystery, like, almost like uh, like Blade Runner. Or it becomes a sitcom where you... Yeah. <laughs> Where a robot become gets a menial job like flipping burgers at a McDonald's. What if Mr. Krabs is a robot? <laughs> oh god. Um Dave, what about you? So I'm still concerned about the whole thing of her like needing to charge up, you know, so if and especially being in her shoes, I would know I need to charge up at night or else I would basically die. I will cease to exist. Mm. So upgrades. find a way to charge up the regular power source that, yeah, not the upgrade, but regular power source in the area. Because she knew how to basically throw off the generator just using her power source. So she would know how to create a power source and charge up that way. But I would do it through my vagina. 
So that way, all I have to do is just bang it out every night and recharge myself. Dave, you're not Ew. even a girl in this. You're just, you're you as a robot. Yep, he would use his, oh, you heard himself. <laughs> you're not. And he would bang it out every night. <laughs> I, would use my, I would still use my vagina. <laughs> oh my god! Banging dudes to stay charged—that's Dave. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Converting the friction into energy. It's coming <laughs> up on the new season of How It. On the new season. All that dude on dude chafing. See the kinetic energy from the actual like skin slapping together. I would like find a way to charge from that. And there we go. Deleting it track. It runs on the power of change. From podcast. Oh, <laughs> and there we go. All right, never happened. Deleted and are we, okay. Are we going to substitute a real response? Part of Dave would now be played by are we, a chicken. No? Are we going to just like re- retake this? No. One? We'll now be played by we silence. Just like edit out. <laughs> <laughs> will now be played by of, your imagination. Just, like include something ridiculous. The part of Dave will now be played by. <laughs> How about you, Dave? And that's the end of our show. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot destroy me. I am immortal. <laughs> uh, I am forever. I am legion. Well, ladies, germs. Greg. Um. Well, for me, I have to. I have an answer. You didn't hear my answer yet. Yeah, ladies and germs, Greg. Before, before ladies and germs. Uh, yeah. So, ladies and germs, here's me, Greg. For me, I would um do the similar thing. Look for upgrades, Gross. but become a superhero. Oh I man, I should have went with right that. the wrongs. And I I'd kill Son Goku. Have a teenage sidekick, <laughs> maybe. You'd be the Red Hood, wouldn't you? I would. I'd be more like uh, what was that Batman Beyond spinoff cartoon? Zeta. Oh, Zeta Project. Yeah, Zeta. Zeta. Yeah, that's what I would do. I'd be Zeta Project. I can see you that's doing that. Do. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Or, or, or what was that one where there, there, was, there was like a robot and it could like or that. It had like toys with it too, and you can you can you can upgrade it and like this like this kid made it and oh god, what was that? Yeah, yeah, oh. it was really good. Was yeah, that? it was. I know exactly. <laughs> it was three D animated, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, cubics, cubics, yes, cubics, metabots, yep. cubics. metabots, yeah, or metabots, 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 anyone? They were all yeah, they were all the same all thing. <laughs> Damn that bots master. All the same thing. But yeah, that's what I would do. I would get upgrades, upgrade myself as I go. Maybe try to use uh, the power that I have as an outward projector. Ma- are you making yourself Doctor Doom? It sounds like you're making yourself and go fight evil. Pretty much. <laughs> sounds like you have no hope. no. Oh that's no! Weird fight. Yeah, Sergiac yeah, 2.0 came back. Oh, oh, it wasn't relevant. Now it's relevant. Come back. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. That was, that was everything. Yeah. God, that show was awesome. Oh, man. But, yeah, so we would battle. We would, so it seems like we all assume to get upgrades and battle, become superheroes, and charge up using non-conventional means that are sexual in nature. Ex- except, except, <laughs> except Casey. Casey was looking for love. I'm on a quest for love, but my quest for love also involves stealing someone so else's So you and Dave are kind of on the same totally path, except. <laughs> yeah, we are. You're like a black widow, oh basically. God. Yeah. <laughs> the head never. fell off hours ago. I'm going to keep going. I guess I'm never going to get a solo movie then. 
do you do you want to know something <laughs> creepy da, 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 da. Just th- that just happened which kind of relates to our podcast a little bit what um before we before we close it out so my iphone's plugged in i have the um uh, i'll plug it before i say it i have the hey siri part enabled only if it's plugged in so when i said casey i guess it kind of heard hey oh, siri no, it's a so it activated automatically here's a weird like a podcast the ai is aware like, greg don't click. fall in love with your iphone <laughs> No. It's, like, it's just, wait, it's wait, just wait, manipulating you, you to leave the house. <laughs> You're like, no, I'm here. I'm touring you. You don't touring me. I don't have. Damn arms. it, Casey! Why would you make this phone flirt with me? It's the power of love, man. It's the power of love. Draw me like one of your finished <laughs> items. Well, on that note, everyone, ladies and germs, we've uh, run out of time on the Bad Cody Funky podcast. Tune in every Thursday night at twitch.tv slash badcodyfunk at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time to join in the conversation. You can uh, say hello to us in chat. Hit us follow. Also, follow us on yeah. iTunes. Search for Bad Cody Funky. You'll find us there. And on your Droid devices, uh, download the SoundCloud app and search for Bad Cody Funky. You'll find us there as well. And for all the things we've talked about uh, at the beginning of the podcast, things we had to get out of the way, some short stories like the BB-8 rolling to Apple stores and Targets and things like that, which looks really, really cool, uh, find those at badcodyfunky.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and we do some uh, cool stuff on Instagram as well. So until next time, everyone, this has been Booster Greg. What up? Casey. One, zero, one, zero, one, zero, one, zero, one. <laughs> the Bearded Man is Dave. You. And I'm Sergio. Thank you for joining us each and every Thursday night at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. You can catch our preview podcast on Sundays, and we'll see you later, or we'll see you another time. Part we will see you. Never. Never. Never again. Yes, take me to America. Let's go.